0: Welcome to Making Sense with Dustin LaMontagne from Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths. Dustin joins us. How are you doing today? Real good, Bryn. How's hey, yourself? I'm doing great. You know what? So here we are. We're kind of working our way through summer, and what a summer it's been for the most part across the country. But we're talking today about leisure stocks. So that makes me think about CDUs uh, and stuff like that. And But this, this is this an area that people kind of track you down and say, I'm interested in this?
1: Well, it, I, I think that, uh, you know, People that have uh, money sometimes like to spend them on toys, which is uh, never a bad thing. Yeah, uh, toys are good, uh, but leisure stocks uh, in in our industry it kind of encompasses a, a pretty broad sector. You know, everything from toys, but also uh, things like travel um, are, are lumped into that as well. Uh, so when when you look at the the term leisure stocks, it's, it's a pretty broad area, uh, and I think some of the the you know, products and, and services, uh, people are very familiar with, it, but some some they don't uh, think of, right? So. When when you think of uh, leisure, le- like you mentioned right off the the bat, you think think of a seadoo. Uh, First thing to come to mind for me. Yeah, and I mean in, in <laughs> Canada, we're we're uh, we've probably got the the world's best company in that regard in, in terms of BRP, which is uh, used to be a division of Bombardier, but it's Bombardier Recreational Products. Um, you know, they make uh, quads, uh, ski doos, and seudos. Right, uh, they're not the only company. You've also got um, Polaris out there and you've got cat and uh yamaha uh, but th- that's uh it's definitely an area that uh, uh who, who would have thought during the pandemic when you've got you know literally millions of people losing their jobs uh sales of these type of products are at an all-time high um you know you can lump uh things like hot tubs into that category too can i ask you why do you think that is that's a, that's a great point you know, even though there's there's a lot of people that lost their jobs, it was in sectors which uh, I think are typically not, um, uh, you know, extremely high pay. Uh, people that have money were still employed and they, instead of taking their $20,000 vacation to Europe, they bought a, you know, $20,000 a uh, hot tub or a sea or a quad or a boat. Yeah. Um, so uh, pe- people still want to spend their their hard-earned cash, and they just, you know, sent it down into different avenues. I was uh, out out shopping, uh, and, and I guess I'm no different. Uh, I'm human at the end of the day, so... Uh, I was looking at spending some of my hard-earned cash on a on a hot tub, until I found that uh, you know it's almost an eight month waiting period to get one. I was a little late to the party, so my hot tub uh, purchase will have to uh, be put on standby. I'm not I'm not going to sit around for eight months.
0: I guess the other thing too with the pandemic, where people are staying closer to home, a hot tub is actually a pretty good investment because that's a that's a a comfort of life at your own home, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you were used to going to the uh, the local, um, you know, s- spa or rec center, uh, rec center yeah. to to get your uh, your hot tub fix, well, you can no you no longer had access to that. So a lot of people were were buying them, and and again, there is still a lot of money kicking around in this economy. Uh, people have savings, and and they weren't shy to spend it, especially when they looked at uh, having to spend a lot of time at home. They wanted to improve that quality uh, of life that uh, they were forced into really. Yeah, exactly. Now,
0: now because things seem to be opening up again, you got to talk about travel, got to talk about places like Expedia, car rentals, airlines that I can tell you one thing right now, just from sitting on the back deck, more planes flying over now in the last three weeks. than I've noticed in the last year and a half, which I think is encouraging.
1: Yeah. And, and I think there's going to be some pent up demand. Um, certainly it's going to take a long time for those airline uh, load factors to get back to where they were pre pandemic, but people are going to start traveling again. And uh, I'm even seeing, uh, you know, some, some uh, cruise ships start sailing again out a, out of Florida and, and different ports. So uh, in that regard, you know, you look at uh, the travel and cruise line industries and they're they're pretty massive but uh- you know, I, I don't think they're out of the woods yet in terms of, uh, you know, they're talking about various variants and the world's not open up uh, 100% yet. So uh, you could still have some backpedaling if, if you do get some outbreaks in different spots. I mean, you, you're looking at Asia and, and Australia right now, they're having a, a few outbreaks. So uh, I, I think it's, it's maybe a little bit early to get in on some of these stocks um, because you could have flat business models for a few years. Uh, but certainly, uh, you know, things, things like Expedia uh, or the airlines, um, if you're patient and you have a long, uh, long time horizon, they, they'd probably, it's, it's good value to get in at these points. Um, cruise lines, I'm not not so certain.
0: Well, that's one that is of interest to me for one reason. And that is the fact that it seems to have taken the biggest PR hit as much as anybody in terms of, uh, of COVID. And there's a lot of ships sailing, but if it's one that's got to be stuck in port because of a COVID issue, it just has painted the whole industry is bad yet. They're very, very conscious of, of the health issues there. But how do you see that industry right now?
1: Well, I mean, the old joke is uh, cruise ships, the floating Petri dish, right? Yeah. Uh, but you know, I've, I've been on three, I think three cruises with the, with the family and, um, uh, they're they're fantastic holidays um you know notwithstanding covid but i think the industry is going to do a very good job of uh, you know not only sanitation but making sure people have vaccines before they get on board so that will help somewhat but you you're right you could just have one ship you know and and it it causes a black mark on the entire industry meanwhile you have literally hundreds of these ships sailing oh, yeah. uh, you know at any given time right so um it it's it's definitely uh, not going to be an easy road for that industry to to go down, especially when you look at the capital commitments. Some of these ships, you know, cost you know upwards of five billion dollars to build. So you need a lot of passengers and a lot of uh, um, departures every year, week after week, to pay for for a five billion dollar uh, you know bill. So,
0: well, last cruise we were on, I thought was absolutely fantastic. I I've never seen anybody so conscious about making sure that everything was clean, making sure that your hands were at, you know clean before you went in to the buffet and on the way out. It was uh, it was almost we almost joked about how over the top it was, but now it's going that's going to be the norm.
1: Well, yeah. And, and, you know, we, we, when we were on our cruise too, we would notice we'd leave the room for 20 minutes and come back and the room was, uh, something was done to the room by, by the cleaning staff. Right. Yeah. So they're over the top and, um, you know, the service on those boats is fantastic. But a- a- as for the, the load factors and, and the profit margins, I think it's going to be a long time for, uh, that industry to get back on its feet. Not saying the stocks aren't a good deal at the current prices. It's just I, I'm a little hesitant on on that sector as it is. I just see other areas where I could put clients' money to work that I don't have the the downside risk or the uncertainty. Yeah. So, what um, one, one of the one of the areas that I was actually uh, looking at, uh, not really as an investment, but uh, j- just because I I love the the uh, the uh, recreational part of it is boats.
0: That's a good topic too. Yes,
1: so I, I was looking. We've got a uh, we've got a pontoon boat uh, in Manitoba that that we uh, use every summer, and uh, I was looking at Brunswick just uh, just doing some research the other day on the company um, as an investment. Pr- uh, you know, m- more more out of interest than something I'd put money into, but I I didn't actually realize the um the vast array of uh, boat brands that Brunswick now has under their umbrella i knew they were they were sea ray and bayliner but uh when i was doing a re- little bit of research um you know if you own a boat chances are about 80% that uh, like a recreational boat either a pontoon or a runabout chances are 80% it's a brunswick boat so i didn't realize what scope they had uh, and of course they make mercury engines as well. So
0: The other thing too, these pontoon boats are amazing. Like uh, they used to be nothing but, uh, you know, you'd float and just now the technology involved in them is astounding.
1: Yeah, they, uh, they've really come a long way you know, where they used to be, um, almost like, uh, you know, a cruise cruise liner on a lake. They did, they didn't have a very good turning radius yeah. and now they make the, the boats so that they're almost, uh, ripping around like a speedboat. It's, it's quite amazing. So, wow.
0: Hey, uh, as I said, this is the summertime. When's a good time to do investments on this? Would it be off season or at this time of year?
1: You know, I I haven't noticed any patterns in, in this sector or, uh, like, you know, you can, you can say, uh, the seasonal strength in oil has typically been spring through summer because of the, the driving seasons, so to to speak. Uh, I haven't noticed any trends in the, in the leisure and travel industry, um, airlines and, and, uh, and, and, cruise ships. Se- seem to be busy year round in in normal times covid's changed things of course but i haven't noticed any um any seasonal trends that you could pick up the stocks you know that you could say for a certainty, uh you know you can buy uh uh you know pumpkin futures be- before halloween type sure, of thing sure
0: that kind of thing yeah okay so if somebody has uh, interest in leisure stocks how do they get a hold of you
1: uh give me a call on my cell phone it's uh, 780-905-7729 Or uh, you can send me an email, DLamontang at researchcapital.com.
0: And of course, the website is researchcapital.com. And just a reminder, the markets and financial numbers do change frequently. So what we say today on this podcast at the time of recording could easily change by later today and overnight. So make sure you check in with Dustin for more information. Thanks for your time today. Thanks, Brent. All right. Thanks for listening to Making Sense. Have yourself a great day.